Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it. Unfucking believable. Casba rants. Let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Cole. I'm the K and Casba. This is my show. And we're ready to roll. For those of you following at home, this is season four, episode 140. Hard to believe we've done 140 shows already. But we have. Uh, a quick shout out to our sponsors. First and foremost, hey, if you want a quality sex toy, quality to work with a quality company, quality brand, Motor Bunny is your answer. Motorbunny.com. Check them out today. You can still get the original Motor Bunny or their brand new Buck. Quality products, quality enjoyment from a quality company. Motorbunny.com. Check it out today. You'll get a fifty dollar discount when you go. Uh, also, ASNLifestyleMagazine.com. Three million readers can't be wrong. If you want to know what's going on in the adult world, as well as the swinger world, ASN Lifestyle Magazine is a place for you. Check it out each and every month. Make it a habit to read the new edition when it comes out. ASNLifestyleMagazine.com. And it is, we're going into the fall season. Fall football, sports, fall activities, barbecue, tailgating, you name it. And nothing goes better than a little grilling. That's right. Get the best meat rubs out there with SmokinMeatsBBQTreats.com. That's S-M-O-K-I-N-M-E-A-T-S, B-B-Q-T-R-E-A-T-S.com. Get their hickory dust, lemon, pepper, maybe their SPG, possibly their orange, mango, habanero, or even their pineapple paradise, and make your meat taste better than you ever thought it could. (coughs) And safety, 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 that's right. Don't become a statistics. Did you know, folks, that one in four people are unknowingly drugged? That's right, out at a bar, some more event. Don't be a statistic, my cup condom. It is an anti-roofing device. It's easy, it's simple, and it's quality. Check them out today, mycupcondom.com, backslash discount, backslash CASBA, K-A-S-B-H-10, to get yours today. And you know what? This isn't just for lifestyle. You've got people going, kids, nieces, nephews, whatever, going to college, High school events, get them today. Be safe. <coughs> okay, excuse me. Sorry. Cough, cough, gag, sputter. So today's show, I want to I talk about, I'm, we're going to title this show, The Newbie Know-It-All. You know, there's two types of things that happen when people are new at events. Well, there's a process, okay, actually. When people are brand new, and, and this, isn't even just, this isn't even just with the lifestyle. This is like with jobs. I, and I came out of the car business, so that you saw this in sales. Somebody would come in there brand new, and you would train them. And you would tell them exactly, here's the steps that we do. Here's the road to the sale. Here's exactly how you, what you say. And, and people would follow it to a T, because they didn't know, and they knew what they didn't know. And they would, most a lot of times, they'd have success, because it's a tried and true method. 
And what would always start to happen, or most of the time, what would start to happen is you get a couple months into the into your sales and you start to pretty much think you have it all figured out. So then you go off script. You go you start doing it your own way. You start thinking going, well, I think they're wrong. This is a better way. And yet you start creating your own path, so to speak. And what invariably happens is that the person's sales numbers drop. Why? Because they're trying to do something. You have one system that's tried and true versus they're trying to create their own way. And they think they know better. And the challenge always is the same. Can you get that salesperson to get stupid again? And that's what we call it. Get stupid. Be dumb. Go back to that acting like you didn't know and quit trying to overthink it. Just do the process. Well, you're going to say right now, well, Cole, you talk about swinging is a choose-your-own-adventure. Yes, it is. But there's some things that are tried and true. And and one of the things with the lifestyle is understanding that you don't understand. Understanding what you don't know, what you don't have experience with. And everybody went through it. We went through it. Everybody went through that. goes through this. There's You reach this point, you're six months in, a year in, everybody's a little bit different. And all of a sudden... You think you have this all figured out. You've seen it all. You know exactly what you're doing. You become complacent. You become um, lackadaisical, we'll say, with certain parts of, of dealing with the lifestyle. And what happens is that's when trouble strikes, without a doubt. Let me give you this analogy, because I think this analogy makes the most sense. If you uh, are a zookeeper... Okay, and every day your job is to feed the, the lions or you interact with the lions. And you get, uh, first you're cautious and you follow all the guidelines. But as you spend more and more time, your relationship with the lions change. And your comfort level changes. And then all of a sudden, your concentration level changes. And that's when you miss, come up missing an arm. Because once you forget that lions are lions, they're not kitties, they're not whatever, that's when something bad happens. And that is what is the newbie know-it-all mistakes. You see, we tend to forget in this lifestyle, or it's easy to forget. The lifestyle can become so consuming such a big part of our lives. Most of us that have been in the lifestyle any length of time, quite honestly, can never imagine going back to a vanilla world. Or even if we don't get to a point where we wouldn't play anymore, we can't imagine leaving the camaraderie and the relationships of the lifestyle, the friendships and the, the like-mindedness and the relaxation. The lifestyle becomes so much a part of our lives that it is easy for us to become complacent. In the lifestyle, it is easy for us to become complacent of the power of the lifestyle. And what happens when you're extremely new and you think you understand the power, you think you can control it. And that's where the trouble starts. See, we have to remember the lifestyle is an enhancer, it's a hobby. It's, it's not, it's not, it's a living, breathing thing. And it's dangerous. 
The lifestyle for all of its quality and fun and high rewards is a dangerous, dangerous beast. You've heard me say this before, that we're told this advice, and it's true. Every time you go on a play date, you are literally testing your marriage or relationship. You, you are literally putting it into a situation to test how strong your relationship is. Basically, you're feeding the lions by hand. And that's every time you flirt, that's every time you play, that's every time you transition or change in, in what you do. You're feeding the lion by hand. The challenge is if you look away, the lion will eat your hand. That's the same in the lifestyle. When we become complacent of the power of the lifestyle and the power and the danger associated with that, it will hit us. What do I mean by all this? We talk about rules in the lifestyle, and this is very newbies. When you first start, when you first start, you fucking lay out, you have 20 million rules. And then it's easy to go through this stretch where you think you don't need any rules. And that's the danger. Remember, folks, you can't unsuck that dick. You cannot unfuck somebody. When you start to believe and become complacent about your relationship versus the lifestyle, and you become complacent about about how pe- how your spouse feels about certain other per- people or who you play with or what you do or, or whatever, when you become complacent of that, you're endangering your relationship. You're tempting fate. The, rela- the lifestyle is a fine line that we walk. It's an enhancer and it's a hobby. It cannot be all controlling. It cannot be all consuming. And it can definitely not take priority over your relationships or your own personal life. And when you start to know it all, when you have no idea what you're looking for, that's a problem. Let's touch on that for a second. Here's the deal. It's like putting a new kid behind the wheel of a car. You know what? They think they know how to do it. It's not just driving the car. It's all the unknown factors. But if you don't even know what those factors are to look out for, you're kind of in trouble. It's the same thing. If you have you are new and you have no idea what the dangers possibly are, how can you say you have an understanding and you know what you're doing? You don't. You don't know shit from apple butter because you don't even know what you're looking out for. How do we learn that? We learn sometimes by hard knocks. We learn it by observing other people. We observe we learn it you know by just focusing and remembering what the lifestyle is. Now, if you're at this point of this this podcast and you're going, oh, well, this is all about new people. I don't have to listen because we've been in a long time. You better turn the, the, the volume up louder. Because we will go through spurts of complacency. It's not a one and done thing, kids. It's really not. What happens is that we will go through, we will get complacent, we will get kicked right square in the junk, and hopefully it wasn't so bad that it totally ruined our relationship. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but we learned from it, and so we get back. We're focused again, if we survived it. We're focused again. But eventually we get lazy, and we start to figure it out, and we know it all. 13 years into this, you want to know the one thing that I am 100% sure of? I don't know shit. That's 100% what I'm sure of. We have a lot of experiences 
there are certain things that I'm more in tune or I can speak more intelligently about or things I need to look out for or things that work because we've learned them. But there's a great wide open out there of stuff that we have no idea what it is, what it means, what happens. I have yet to go to an event where there isn't something come up that I don't just go, wait a minute, what? But if you're not willing to open your mind because you know it all, oh my God. So even though this is going to be titled Newbie Know-It-Alls, it's not just for newbies. But let's go back to newbies for just a minute. <laughs> if, we, if we can. The more you tell someone like me how you have it all figured out, the less chance you have of interacting with us. Because that's a warning, it's a red flag. We're experienced swingers. I don't want to be there when the meltdown happens. The more you act like you know what you're doing when you don't, you know what you'll be able to do? You'll be able to convince other new people that you know what you're doing, and you'll lead all of you over the cliff. It's like a lemming situation. Look, there we go. We're all running over the cliff. Da, 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 da. You see it all the time. You see it all the time in groups and everything else. People that have no idea what they're doing leading people. Good plan. The other thing that happens when you take and you're new and you know it all is that you create incredible stress on yourself. You may not, and you won't even see it coming. It's not may not see it coming. You will not see it coming. Because you don't know to be wary and all of a sudden, wham, you have a situation on your hands. Oh, fuck. I didn't mean to break the rule. I didn't plan for that situation. Now, am I saying every time that you're new and you think you haven't figured out something happens, you're going to end up in a divorce? No. You all heard our story talking about the first campout type situation we went on, and it was totally different and a miscommunication, and then we ended up changing our rules for quite a while to the touch rule. Okay? Yeah. But I can tell you the ride home from that event was not fun. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to end in a divorce, but it is going to create stress. If you're not 100% sure on your own shit, on your own rules, on your own plan of attack, you can do damage with a little complacency. And you mix a little complacency and a little weed or a little alcohol, sweet mother of God, you've got yourself a doozy. So you're probably going now, well, you're ranting. What what, what can you do about it? Well, one, if you're an experienced swinger or swinger experienced in the lifestyle, take a look and have a conversation. Talk to your spouse. Sit down and talk with each other and go, are we being complacent? Have we taken this for granted? Have we got away from core values or core things that we did because... We wanted to change the course we were on or because we just got complacent and said, fuck it. That makes a huge difference. That's number one. Number two is not perpetuating and not enabling new people to do the same thing. I just had a conversation with someone who was new. They kind of tried to pull some of that with me, and I called them out on it. That's my responsibility as a, as a senior swinger. To go, no, 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 no. You need to make sure you're watching out for this, this, this. 
I'm not saying take them by the hand and take over their life. I'm just saying common courtesy. Go a little deeper than, than fucking skin level. But don't enable it. If you see someone headed down that path and you haven't have a better relationship with them, maybe you help bring them in, whatever the case may be, then have the honest conversation. Help them. If you see a, a, a couple that thinks they have it all figured out and you're going, no, you don't, don't hook up with them. Don't do it. I'm telling you, enabling people is a horrible, horrible sin against humanity. All you're enabling them to do is continue to make horrible decisions. How do you fight complacency? I don't know. There's not one set way. That's the whole challenge of life. Life is a series of complacent activities and fighting complacency. And I don't know, there's not a set answer on how you fight it. You have to be aware of it. You have to be conscious of it. You have to make a decision to work against it. But there's no magic pill. There's no magic solution. It takes due diligence on your part. I.e. effort. You have to understand it's out there, it's lurking, and it is mean and ugly and dangerous. And you have to be aware of it so you can avoid it. That's the only thing you can do. But the question is, are you doing that? Do you have an open enough conversation with your significant other, husband, wife, whatever the case may be, to say, I think we're being kind of complacent. Are you complacent in other parts of the lifestyle? This is a big red flag, especially new people. Listen up. This is a big red flag. If you're complacent about things like testing, that can kill you. A disease can kill you. If you're complacent about testing, then you might want to be worried about if you're complacent about other things, other parts of your, of your interactions in the lifestyle and how it's affecting the home front. See how that ties together? If you're complacent in other aspects of your life, it, it generally is not just one little spot and stops. It spreads. And if you are, the cool, the cool thing about complacency is it's easy to cure. You just have to get off your ass and do it. I often wonder, as new people listen to us older people talk and, and whatever... I remember being new, and, and you, you reach that point where you're like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. And, and I understand. I know that when we tell new people this kind of stuff, a lot of times they look at us, you can see in their eyes, it's a blank stare, right? It is what it is. But we have to keep trying. I, I, I wonder how many people we could go back and find that would say that from all the things we were told when we were going, yeah, I wish I would have listened to that. A lot of them you can't. Can't find them anymore. Because they're not in the lifestyle anymore. Because shit went south. I think that's one of the other things that makes it easier as you get older to, to fight complacency a little bit more and to be more aware of it is when you see enough people, when, when you have enough conversations that start off with, hey, did you know Bob and Shirley, they just got divorced. Or, hey, I haven't seen Bob and Shirley forever. Yeah, don't you know, they're, in the, they're separated. Or they're... So once you start to see it more, it becomes more real. Because the other thing is, when you're new, you can't imagine 
that the lifestyle would break up your marriage. Because you don't know that some people get into it for the wrong reason. See what I mean? It's just a challenge that we have to face. We have to not allow ourselves to become victims of the lifestyle. It takes a battle against complacency. It takes constant communication. It takes constant growth, constant self-evaluation. And it doesn't matter if you're a newbie or if you've been in it forever and a day. You have to. I hope as you listen to this rant, you really evaluate where you're at in the process. If you're somebody new and you're listening to this, I hope you take this to heart. Swinging is fun. It is relaxed. It is not hard. A little bit of pre-thought, a little bit of common sense, a little bit of preventative thinking can take and make all the difference in the world. Kids, you've heard me say it before, and I'll say it again. This rant's over.